That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, is Nestlemania alongside for the ride is a man that actually conducted an independent study. JC, congratulations. Well, Nestlemania, when you said we're going live this week, all I could think of was it's all about the live. Let's go, baby. I'm wearing it today. It's all about the boom. It's uh, Adam Cole's getting a title shot, baby, on uh, Friday on Rampage. And we're going to talk about that today, but. Not till later in the show, Nestlemania, because even though we're live, we still do the show the same way. We do. And that's what's starting with The Shine. And Nestlemania, I was thinking something last night when I was watching Raw on Monday night. Is this show, like, gotten a lot better? Is it fun right now? It feels like there's a lot of fresh things. Sure, of course, it's still Raw. It's three hours. It's too long. There's some crap. But, I mean, it's not just the Cody, which is where I'm going to start. Obviously. But it's just like there feels like a lot of new stuff. It feels like a lot of interesting stuff. It just, I think Raw is in a good place right now, which obviously we're coming off of WrestleMania. So yeah, yeah, rah, rah. Um, I think last week people were a little disappointed of, as we talked about with the uh, the Raw after Mania, um, especially after that first hour. But this week I thought we kind of got a little carryover. There was more teases, but WrestleMania, I have to start with the start of the show because Ms. TV, I mean, if you know me, JC, you know two of my favorite wrestlers of all time are the Miz and Cody Rhodes. And they've been apart for six years. But there was that dark time in WWE where it wasn't interesting, where those two were holding up the mid-card, and they were the only reason I was watching every week. So for me watching this, I just loved it. And I thought it was great. I mean, we know what The Miz is on the mic. We know what he is. And we know that Cody right now is over like Rover because he's still fresh. He's the new guy. He's the comeback. Everyone's all into it. The American nightmare. It's just like the fervor is crazy for him. They were in Detroit and the place went nuts because I was always the curious. Like once we get past the WrestleMania type crowds, would the reaction be the same? And it was, if not even hotter. So that was cool to see. But there was a lot like in this promo, a lot of back and forth that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, obviously Cody calling it a belt. Miz immediately going, uh, it's a title. A bell holds up your pants, which was great. And then he had the other one where he corrected Cody's wrestlers into superstars. Yes. So just across the board, this is good stuff. So I wanted to I wanted I wanted to sit there very quickly because I know how you are, right? So I know that basically you, you JC, pronouns pal, as we usually say in the biz, uh, you're a Miz guy, you're a Cody guy. So all I could think about was Wow, like this is this is this is JC porn, right? Like this is this is you. This is the, you know who booked this shit. That's you, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm watching, and then of course he says the the he says the belt thing, and I went, eh. and then he said wrestler again, and I went, shut up, just shut up, like dude, this they, is by design. You can't no, 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 I know, I know, I know. This but shit. here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that makes me super nervous about this entire thing. When you say things like belt enough times, when you say wrestler enough times, you there's there's an old 70-year-old, 70 76, 70 whatever he is, old man sitting there backstage saying, 
God damn it. You know, like he's just, he gets so upset over somebody sneezing or farting. Like saying championship belt is not good or saying wrestlers instead of superstars. He just sat on there and he's doing that. Like it just, it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Like it just, it You're doesn't. getting worked, boy. You are getting worked. No, you, I'm just, you think Vince wasn't back here when they were exchanging notes going, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Miz the company guy. Oh, this is such good shit. They're going to be tweeting or twatting about it, whatever it is. He's not like my dad tweeting or twatting or putting I mean, on my you Twitter. Think, you think Vince, we know Vince has a Twitter. We know oh, Vince yeah. doesn't run his Twitter. So he probably calls it Twitter, twatter, 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 twitty yaddy otter. I don't know. I'm just, I look, all I'm saying is when he said those two magic words, all I thought about to myself was, what like it's it's literally like here here's what I thought about like say that shit when you have the championship because then they can't take it away from you. No they, no like, no no they, no man. You're gonna tell you me I'm gonna work that freshman. You strike while the iron. No no no, no no no. It's just you like do it. it. No, this was perfect. No no no. Here's the thing. Let's just say yes. Let's just say it was part of the vernacular. It was part of whatever. Right. It was part of the thing. Right. But here's the thing. When Cody Rhodes said wrestler when he said belt, we all know that was kind of like oh they're trying to hook us right. But let's live in a different world for one second, right? Let's think about this just as a human being, a right? A multiverse of Nestle. A, mul- a Nestleverse, if you will, which is a clearly a terrible thing for everybody involved. But you sit there and you think about it, JC. Vince McMahon could change his mind with the toys that he's playing with, right? And something like that could change his mind, don't you think? No, because I think I, it's a lot like... This Cody thing is so hot right now. It's not going to last like this forever, but they're going to, they're going to milk it as long as they can before they give him the title. Cause then after that, you're probably gonna turn him heel because look, the guy's fucking neck tech. Come on. But it just Vince, Vince, we don't give Vince enough credit for how smart he is with this stuff. Like there's all the stories and there's little things. He knows what Cody Rhodes is. He knows what he has in Cody Rhodes, the paycheck that he's paying him. He knows what he has. So any stuff like this is good because Vince loves people that do things differently. And Cody, obviously, this is the first time something like this has ever happened in terms of a ton of different things. So this is just all new. And that's why it's fun. It's fresh. It's fresh, man. And in WWE especially, we know they love reruns and shit. We're getting Cody step two, which is fine. That match was awesome. Um, so hopefully after that, maybe they move on. But, I mean, I God, I got to get to backlash. But uh, I just – this is just so fresh. Vince doesn't care about that shit, man. And I, I want to move on to the match now because I really enjoy it. I was gonna enjoy it no matter what, but I thought it was very good. But I saw you had a tweet. You had a tweet. I did. You like it too? Look at look look. So here's the thing, right? And again, all biased aside, I grew up in the, you know the '90s, so I just. I enjoyed that older style of wrestling. Like, not the, I'm putting him in a sleeper hold and I'm going to hulk out of it, three punches to the gut, swing off, and do my comeback. Not that stuff. But when I was watching Cody and I was watching The Miz fight, all I could think about was, this feels like Bret Hart's face in somebody. Like, I don't know what it was. It just felt different from, and again, I'm not taking anything away from the ricochets of the world and all these amazing AJ Styles moves and stuff like that. But it was a different pace. It felt like there were there were a little bit there were rest holds. There were little things here and there that were like they slapped a figure four on and they worked a figure four the right way. You know, like with the um, you know, like I I just it took me back to my childhood a little bit. So I was I was excited. I thought that was a good. I wasn't the best match of the night, but it stood out in a different way, and I thought that was wonderful because Cody and the Miz cannot do what 95% of the roster can do, but when that 5%, then what they can do, they do it better and differently than everybody else. 
Hundred percent. That's what I think you hit on. Now, you're gonna see you see it a lot with Miz matches. You're gonna see it a lot with Cody matches in WWE because we saw it through AEW or whatever. They're two of the better storytellers between the ropes of taking the story that you're coming in with and you're leaving with. You know what I mean? It's they they keep that story going. Some people when they have a match, it's just like pew pew pew. You mentioned Ricochet, of course, my guy. I love him for obviously different reasons, but it's just you have a lot of these high spots and these fun things where the Miz and like Cody and even like Randy to a degree, like these guys are all more. They keep the storytelling within the match. Roman's obviously a big part of his run is the storytelling he does in the rain. That's why I cannot wait for the Reigns Cody feud down the line. Um, I don't know if you saw a video that uh, from like I think it was the must have been the dark match last night is Roman Reigns came out and was ripping up Cody signs on the way to the rain. So they're teasing it. They're teasing it, but we're not going to get that for a while. I don't think. But I mean, just just it's a lot of good stuff. But Nestlemania, you said it wasn't the best match of the night, so I have to ask you, what was your favorite match of the week? I I mean, well, hey, look, I will say this much. I really enjoyed FTR and the Young Bucks, so I have to put that out there. I have to put that out there. But I think that there's a lot going on in terms of tag team wrestling. I think there's a lot of good stuff. I thought the main event of Raw, they answered the mm. bell, as our boy Dom would say. Mm. And I really enjoyed the 45 minutes. The last 45 minutes of Raw was really good tag team wrestling. Again, not the Young Bucks and FTR level, but they showed off that they have a really deep and really well put together tag team division. But again, when you grade the FTR and the Young Bucks stuff, the Young Bucks actually you know, tweeted out after that match, we don't have many of those left in us, so enjoy it. Um, and again, I can't speak volumes any more than I can on this program about FTR, about the Young Bucks. We went on this program last week and talked about how the FTR is. Are they the best tag team on the planet right now? I don't know. For me, it's the Young Bucks. It's the Usos. But you can, you know, you can tell me different. I think those are the top three. And like I said last week, I think you can make an argument for any of them. I personally have FTR. You can call it bias, but I love the Usos too. And that's why I loved about Raw this week is because obviously we know Roman, he clearly has the injury. So what they're doing is they're elevating main event Jey Uso and main event Jimmy Uso. That tag team wrestling in the main event on all the shows this week was awesome. It was awesome to see. And obviously... The Street Profits, man. Montez is freaking insane with some of the shit he does. So it was the right call to put them in the main event. And obviously, right before that on Raw, you had RK Bro and Alpha Academy again, which, I mean, I just can't get enough of. They're so much fun. And the shoosh, shoosh. So we had Tag Team Wrestling main eventing Dynamite. We had Tag Team Wrestling main eventing Raw. It was just a great week for Tag Team Wrestling all around, really showcasing that, yeah, there are a ton of really good tag teams right now, and that's fun. I look, there were a lot of people were saying that there was not a lot of on raw that I thought, you know, they, they thought was, was good. And I, I kind of begged to differ. I thought like I, I said, agree hundred percent. I thought, I mean, again, I, I kind of cringed at like the amount of Cody they shoved down people's throats a little bit, which they got to be careful about. But I, I mean, I get it. He's a big deal right now. He's, it's the hottest thing right now. You have thing. a three hour show. Right. You got to milk that. Cow, I, I will put on, on the table uh, in the shine. I wanted it to happen. I didn't watch raw uh, live like everybody else. Cause I had stuff to do, but um, I wanted the lie detector test and I was, I was super pumped for this entire, like, I love nonsense in general. People think I'm not fun. You can go fuck off. I'm fun. I'm fun. I'm fun. I am. <laughs> what do we, what did our boy Billy always say? If you have to tell people something, I'm funny, damn it. That means it's not true. I'm funny, damn it. Uh, no, but look, the, the, the realization here is that KO is kind of like, is he hurt? I guess he's hurt. So I don't care. Of, like, K, like KO is going to get his go to God yeah. Ezekiel over this gimmick, which yeah. should have been the dumbest thing ever. Like I love the way they did it this week too, because like inserting Tommaso kind of being like the strike. I'd be like, no, 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 it's uh 
It's his it's Ezekiel. He's lies his brother. And KO just like losing his mind, being like, Am I the only sane one? I just I thought this was good because it was a good way to kind of like inch this fun little story forward with just like a simple backstage segment. You don't have to just throw them in the ring to throw them in the ring. But it's nice that we're just they're kind of that's what I mean with Raw right now. They seem like they're building a lot of things off of WrestleMania. And there's a lot of different things going on. And this, of course, like I mean, KO is just he's on a roll, man. He is just on such a roll. And he is just like he's doing great work. I just, the thing that I loved was that I wanted this, you know, last week, I wanted the lie detector test immediately. So I, I'm so glad that it's, it's front and center and it's happening, but the next other week, thing, next week, which I'm really excited about, obviously. But the other thing that I thought was very great about this entire thing, I don't know if you remember this, you might've been out of wrestling at this point, but they had Paul Burchill being a pirate around pirates of the Caribbean time. And it was like, literally, I think before he debuted, they had William Regal make fun of it which was super important. He was like, he dresses like a freaking pirate. Like he just, he made fun of it. And then the crowd ate it up. I don't know. Like to me, that's one of the biggest mysteries to me as why they didn't capitalize on pirates of the Caribbean at the time and like keep going with it because I thought it was, but it's not that Elias or Ezekiel is the same thing here by any stretch of the imagination. They're two different people. Right. But I just, I'm curious to see where this goes because for something that I wasn't interested in, because we were kind of getting sour on Elias in general because he was taking up a lot of TV time he left. Probably so about what do you do when you do that? You kill off the character and bring in someone new. And I, honestly, yeah, I think, honestly, at least I'm interested and see where it goes. I mean, we're, again, jury's still out, right? But how do you I don't feel? think the upside is really there with this, but I think it's a nice way to reintroduce him, have some fun with KO. And I mean, if he ends up keeping this name, I think it's fine. I mean, I let's be real about the Elias, Ezekiel, like in general, like I don't think he's ever going to be a main eventer. So it doesn't matter. I think he's solidified in the mid card and his last gimmick was perfect for that. It was like as a, it's a heel and then he got super over. But it kind of like we had Rennes course, Rennes course. And then they got uh, Boogs, who's like a better Elias, um, who's now rehabbing too. So that's why they brought Ezekiel back. Maybe. maybe he could pick up the guitar, but I don't think he will. I think this is just it's someone who they clearly like. He has charisma. He's not the best in the ring, but in terms of everything else, WWE, I think he does a good job. So yeah, with KO, I think it's a great start. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, there's nothing else really to say about it. I'll be curious to see how ridiculous it is on, you know, next Monday when they do the lie detector test. Because I think KO well, is KO, KO is, a, KO is a promo and a segment machine. I mean, he really is. I mean, you think about it. Is. He doesn't he doesn't under deliver. He really doesn't. So Well, speaking of newbies, Nestle, I'm gonna head to the blue brand because Gunther and Ludwig officially debuted on SmackDown. Uh obviously we knew Gunther got the name change a couple months ago and people went nuts, but uh he has brought one of his friends with him, uh, formerly Imperium, uh, formerly known as Marcel Bartel. But when they came up together, Vince was, they were probably in a meeting, and Vince was like, what's your name? Or what? Marcel? You know, I used to have a guy named Antonio. Sounded like a pussy. Marcel? That's next level pussy. We're changing that shit. Someone, Google me something German. Ludwig? Oh, Ludwig. Ludwig and Gutha. I can hear it. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna introduce him. We're gonna do it. And you know what, WrestleMania? I love the presentation. I thought this was great because I don't I don't mind the way they did this because they're obviously they they broke it up Imperium it seems and I know that's gonna upset a lot of people. Probably our boy West, but Gunther is the star of that faction. The other two guys are great wrestlers. We're a great tag team, but Gunther. He's really got the WWE body now. You've seen the transformation picture with him, and I think he even did an interview where he said he's like. I always had the gut because when I watched wrestling back in the day, I kind of loved how the bigger guys had the little gut. It was kind of cool, but he's like, that doesn't exist anymore. That's not the world we live in. So he evolved into what he needed to be to get to the main roster where he wanted to be, where I think, honestly, this guy, like, I think he'd be a top heel for many years. But the one thing he lacks, obviously, is not the greatest promo. 
whether it's the language barrier or whatever, just he never, that's not as much what he is, but uh, formerly Bartel, now Ludwig, is a very good promo. Uh, and so I think it's the right decision to kind of have him kind of break in as a manager role for, uh, I keep wanting to say Walter. It's going to take a while. Uh, yeah, yeah Gunther, you're damn right. Gunther, Gunther, which they were chanting Gunther, as McAfee said, which was hilarious because they weren't. But I, I love this presentation in WrestleMania. I know why you love this because we had an actual jobber on SmackDown. Uh, dude, I, you have no idea how excited I was when there was an actual Joe, Joe Alfonso. Let's give it up for Joe Alfonso, right? Like, because again, this is what we, this is, everybody sits there. Jobber's a bad word. Jobber's a bad word. Well, guess what? It's not. And that's why we have this podcast because we want to make sure the jobber's a good word. That's why you go to P. No, so I was going to say PWTs. That's not what we do anymore. We're going to tpublic right now. dot com because our boy TJ is doing a fantastic job over there. But I will say we love jobbers in general because of the local talent jobber enhancement matches is what we love, right? Like that's when I look at that. When he he sent out a tweet, right? And this is the whole thing, the whole circle, right here. He tweeted out saying a high school teacher told him he was never going to be on WWE TV. He was never going to amount to anything. And that dude got it. So you know what? Good for him. Like, good for him. Because honestly, that's what dreams are made of, dude. Even if you don't reach the the mountaintop, you reach the mountaintop at least once here. So for me, I was ecstatic for Joe Alfonso. I thought, uh, personally, I'm not a Gunther guy, but I can see the allure. I can see the the money. I'm not stupid. Uh, It's just not somebody that I'm going to cheer for or get excited about. He chops. I mean, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be cheering him. He's no, here's a, the thing. I just I, think he has that potential to be like that, that like really good, bad guy yes. that you will just, he'll be someone we'll go to appreciate because in the rain, the guy can go. He's proven that. Right. And I think the other thing too is, and here's, here's the thing. Like I'm not like, you give me a, you know, give me a match. It's like, oh, it's Gunther versus somebody. It doesn't get me excited. You give me Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. I'm going to be salivating. Cause that thing's going to be legit. You know what I mean? Like Gunther Brock, Gunther Roman, yeah, Gunther those Drew. guys. I wish we could do Gunther Cesaro, but he ran away. Right. So. But I'm saying like that kind of elk, that's what I want. I want that kind of brutality. I mean, you know, it ain't ballet as we usually say, but it, that's what I'm thinking about when I think about him. But when I see him with other people, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not really excited. But again, I see the money. I see it. So I, I'm excited for him. Again, I've always thought that Ludwig was... My favorite out of the three. He was too. He has a so, cool look, and I thought he's the most fun to watch in the rain. But he has a hey, very you know punchable what? face. Yes, he's that's a, he what is. it is. Uh, did you see the gif going around? Yeah. Walter the slap. He's like, like it's just like he has he has that extra charisma, which is why I think he's the perfect guy to start as like a manager. I'm sure he's going to wrestle too, but like to kind of bring uh, Gunther in is it, like he's just perfect. It's perfect. Oh yeah, I look. I'm I'm excited for the whole the whole presentation. Honestly, and honest, the other guy. I'm what's his name. Fabian Eichner. Fabian Eichner. I knew that. Uh, so he's a good wrestler. He's a so good we'll wrestler. See what he does he's NXT. a creative wrestler. He just looks very generic, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. It's, he it's, does. It's, it's sad. He's been in the company a long time. He was kind of the addition to Imperium when they made that group. Uh, not one of the originals from overseas. Oh, but Nestle Mania. I know what else you popped for this week is, uh, you know, our boy Madcap cracked some jokes. And even though Corbin wasn't impressed with some jokes this week, he did make one that had me rolling on the floor. And that was Madam Pierce. <laughs> Look, look, I got to say this much. You, you, I think you tweeted this out and I felt exactly the same way, which was they built a baby face correctly here. And Corbin was very selfless, not selfish mm-hmm. and helped his Always friends, is. you know, in this category. And look, Madcap could be a player. We don't know. Right. We don't, we know this. We know this is not the greatest gimmick. This is not. He was on form. Friday, man. Did you hear that reaction right. for him? But they loved I was him. shocked. But again, yeah. I think. Again, the suspenders has given him character. The short shorts has given him character. The terrible jokes have given him character. So it's, again, we're talking about doing a 2D cutout versus a three-dimensional character. At least you've got something with him, right? So I'm curious how you feel about it, JC, because for me, I'm trying to think of his ceiling. Because we know Corbin. He's up there. 
Well, I, the Madcap, I mean, it's I don't I'm not gonna call him a future world champion or anything like that, but he's always a guy that um the big question was, could he get the character? Because we saw what he could, like, he was a good wrestler. That's why they kind of kept him around for so long. I think he was one of those guys that was just kind of NXT forever. We saw it. He's an athlete. He kind of has the look because he's a big guy or whatever. Like, we saw him on Raw Underground where I kind of saw, like, his toughness. I was like, okay. But what with this Happy, Cormac, Happy Corbin gimmick, it really showed us that, okay, this guy has range character-wise. And that's what I was looking for. I think he impressed probably Vince and everyone else backstage with his two pay-per-view matches with Drew uh, that, you know, he could prove he could do a long match with a top guy. So I think he's a guy that he, I mean, he's definitely a mid-carder for sure, but I think he's a guy that probably could step up a little bit and maybe help like elevate maybe whether he's a heel or a, a good guy, like kind of, you know, mix and match between like the true heavyweights because I think like you can't really teach size and this guy has some size. He can match up with the size guys. And I mean, right now I think you're going to have fun with this gimmick. Him and Corbin are probably going to have a longish feud. I'll assume he'll come out on top. And again, like I'm not, I'm not saying he's a future world champion because I don't think he is. Could he be? Sure, because he has the look and the style or whatever, but I'm not going to put that on him. But either way, I think this is great. I'm happy for him. And I'm excited to see uh, as he moves forward, the more he develops. I, I did not think I was going to like him as much as I did. And now I'm just like, he's, he's, he's a great, on a wrestling show, he's a great, he's a great switch. Like, great change of pace. Yes. That, there's so much, there's, I mean, people say there's not enough wrestling on WWE programming. That's a whole other issue. But I think when I'm watching the wrestling, I get reminded, oh, there's entertainment as well. So I, I just think he's great. I honestly think there's so much to be had there. Uh, anything else in the shine that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, another good run on SmackDown was Liv and Sasha. I thought it was a very good match. Um, obviously, they were supposed to be a tag team title match on Raw, which we didn't get. I'm assuming since Rhea wasn't there that she was probably out. That's probably why they pushed it back a week. So then Liv got a shot at Naomi. But uh, Liv getting a win over Sasha, I think, is huge. Obviously, you can say they undid it, I guess, by losing to Naomi on Raw. I don't see that. But Liv beating someone of Sasha's caliber, I think, is a big deal because if you look through her singles career, that probably is like her biggest win. And it does kind of give her something legit and. You know, it's one of those things like there were a couple roll-ups on SmackDown, so I'm curious your take. But in terms of this one, I thought this one was perfect because when you get an upset like this, like the roll-up worked for shock value. So, uh, Look, I hate roll-ups in general. That would probably go into the heat if we talk about that, but that's fine. <laughs> Do you have anything oh. else in the, in the shine, by the way? T -T -L I mean, there are things comic. that I don't like, Sorry, but so hold on. I just want to really let you know I'm getting a lot of feed here with uh, people like our boy Joseph Gilmore. But oh, also, I see it. Okay, but did, did, you see, did you see the nonsense right here? Nestle's headphones bigger than his head? I can tell you that is uh, that is one of uh, Dr. Joe's uh, yeah. podcasts. Yeah, so. I would say I would say so. Bigger than my head. The, the headphones might is, be bigger than listen, your head. Listen, listen, listen. You, you do have a small cranium, especially when you compare it to mine. I have kind of a big head. Listen, I would, I would like to let you know I shaved my head, right? And not only that, but I realized Holy I have. Shit, I didn't even notice that because yeah, of the headphones. You're a terrible friend. You didn't even notice my new hair. No, I didn't. And so here's the other thing, right? When I take it off, watch what happens. Perfectly round. Why did you shave your head? It's like the best. It, maybe it's even an oval. Maybe. What was the decision to make you shave your head? I'm shocked. Well, my You've wife, always, you always loved your lettuce. I, I've listened. I've got a great head of hair. Probably the best hair in the biz. Not anymore. But not anymore. Um, I got sick of it, and uh, I immediately regret it. I so here's the kids pulling on it. No, they love it. They thought it was great. Uh, but stop denying the bat. Oh, Ray, come on. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, so look, <laughs> so I shaved my head because I was tired of like. I, I just need to go to a barber. I need to go to somebody's so that I need to go back to the person that was cutting my hair basically. Cause I can't do it on my own. 
hair talk. You're right. Uh, so look, we'll get back. I legitimately do. I'm not like even kidding. No. I didn't notice because of the headphones. Right. The headphones do it all. The headphones. And the, literally already said, I was like, oh my God, he did. There's a lot of space there. There's a lot of space. Yeah. And that's, that's why. So it's like, I get why everybody thinks it looks like a crane is coming down and picking me up out of the, uh, the toys. <laughs> it, does, it looks like a yeah, game. Like a, I go, <laughs> yep. I'm going. I won. I won. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened right now. I'm a, I'm a crane toy. Like the aliens oh, from Toy man. Story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take me to your leader. Oh. That's fantastic. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure if Billy's watching this, he'll just start pulling a crane and then I'll disappear because Billy does weird things. Uh, so sorry. Anything else in the shine that you want to talk about besides my terrible haircut? Um, I mean, I kind of like what happened with uh, Butch and Xavier, but um, we can. T- I'll say that for nice. you. But um, fucking Ray. I don't know, man. Oh, did did you like the VIP lounge? So here's the thing. I really was excited to watch this, I, and then it fell flat for me. So I, I think the thing is, is like I like what happened, right? Yes, like I, I, I liked the points that were hit, but then there's something about it that made me go. I can tell you what it is. I don't want it. I don't care. No, you want to know what it is? Is we finally fixed Omas and getting him a manager, which is what he needed. But to do that, now Bobby. Yeah, Bobby needs a manager. Like, like it's great. Like he's getting the baby face reaction when he comes out, but the minute he starts talking, he loses all of us because I love the man, but he struggles with the spoken word. He just does. He does. He just does. For whatever reason, he just he just does. And less has always been more with him. But the problem is when you're going back and forth with MVP, you gotta fucking run your mouth. So I was like, man, what's Leo Rush doing? Can we get Leo Rush back? He Could made a comment. He made a comment about some TikTokers. Gonna, could so. you imagine that? That would be awesome to have Leo and MVP Lashley. go back and forth on the mic Lashley. and letting Lashley and Omas beat the shit out of each other. Because yeah, no, I was with you. I love the idea of the segment. Once we started getting a little bit of Bobby throwing shit around and whatever, yeah. it was good. But like Bobby by himself talking. Not great, Bob. No, not great, Bob at all. I I, I sat there and I went, this... What are his sisters doing? One of his sisters what, his, what is Sami Zayn doing right now? Obviously, Sami Zayn's... Sami Zayn's feeling with Drew McIntyre, yeah, poor guy. Poor guy. The guy that comes right through the door. That made me giggle, too. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but I just... I, something about Bobby Lashley right now made me go, like, I was super excited. And then all of a sudden, it felt like just air out of the room. Just completely out Bonus of the room. hope. Leo, come back. Yeah, seriously. We know you left AEW because Tony Khan, you know, made is a bad whatever, decision. But That's fine. You know, you know, Vince loves you guys. So Listen, come on home. So uh, we got anything else you want to get into the heat? No. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. I, I can actually show this on the stream. Our boy Ray saying, stop denying the greatness of the backwoods finish. There you go, Ray. You got on the actual YouTube. There you go. Um, so look, I'm going to say this much, JC. You know how I feel. You know how I feel. Don't like roll-ups. Surprise victories. They're shitty. They don't mean a damn thing. And they'll never be... Look at me. I'm looking right at the camera. They will never get over. You can call it backwoods. You can call it whatever the hell you want. It ain't getting over. Did you just reverse curse the backwoods finisher? That's what Ray's hoping. That's what Ray's hoping. Here's the thing. So I, I love that we're finally getting Butch's debut. I know this was a fun little match. I love that he's like a fucking cartoon character. Why, Iota? I think it's great. I think the name's great. When I saw it on the graphic, I popped. Just something about seeing the word Butch on a graphic with him. It's just like, it's going to work, man. Eventually, he's going to get back to the bruiserweight, whatever, cool guy. But down the main roster now, man, you got to be able to do a little bit of the why, Iotas. So I love that part of it. Uh, you know, I don't mind the new day picking up the win because I like how they kind of been like, oh, records reset. Like anytime you bring up records again, it's another thing where it's like you're poking fun at the other company in general because we know WWE doesn't keep records. But if new day keeps getting one up on them, 
and they have like a five and zero record. Like, I think that's good. It's a nice little touch, but yeah, you know, um, I kind of would prefer if Xavier didn't win with a roll up every week, but you know, it's, uh, they're kind of setting it up that, that the backwoods so, is a real thing. That's so here's, and you're going to deal with it. So here's the thing. I, uh, Clearly, I have to deal with it. This is the part of the program that is the heat. But here's the other thing that I would like to say, and this is the part that's going to get people pissed off. I don't know if Xavier Woods is going to wrestle every week, so I don't know if he's going to get the finish over. And honestly, he's not going to win a lot of matches sometimes because sometimes he gets fed to people like Baron Corbin or Sheamus or other people because he's getting set up to do something else. So it's hard for me to believe that the in the roll-up victory doesn't become a roll-up victory after a while, if it's not a surprise, if people know what it is, it's a finish. Like, you know what I mean? So it's it's an odd juxtaposition to me because you're going from something that's supposed to be like, ha I got you, you know, to somebody, I know it's coming, so they'll just stop it. So here's the flaw in your argument, because I, I agree. And the example I'm going to give is something that I regularly bash, is that we've seen fucking legit matches finish with the fucking people's elbow, the five-knuckle shuffle, which are just as ridiculous as a roll-up, but... CM Punk lost to The Rock by a fucking people's elbow after he, to end his launch streak. It's just like, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of the roll-up either, but if it becomes a thing and it's a finish, it okay. can finish a match. It's just how it is. Yes, but here's the thing. It's, it's, it's not out of no Like, Randy Orton's RKO is effective out of nowhere. You yeah, know but I mean? the RKO is also a dope fucking It's a move. dope fucking finish, right? So, like, yeah. that's different. But, like, you can't tell me, like, oh, my God, he hit the backwoods. Oh, my God, he like. Ray is the only. We got a flying Xavier roll. Yeah, we got we got a rolling Woodsy. You know who cares? Like Ray is the only one, and I I actually believe the only one on planet Earth. Ray, you Ray Ray, I love you, man. I think you're the fantastic. Ray Ray's in charge of the bots that oh were going after AEW, like Tony Khan oh said. You God. know, so, I mean, hey, he must. There's be, a lot of them out there. He must be Ray. Ray, Ray might actually be a bot. Ray might be a bot. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen the man eat or drink. So you never know. Never I know. Have. Maybe get to plug him in. I don't know. But anyway, let's get on to other things that upset everybody, I'm sure. Rhonda passed a, passed a note because she wanted a fucking, not today, we're going to release it on Tuesday, when, or yeah. was it Monday or whatever, it was like, now, or so Thursday or Saturday. This, I actually didn't mind the segment because it was like, like there's something about angry Rhonda that fucking, I just love it. Just like, you know, backstage, just mm, like pouty face. Pouty face Rhonda's great because she's fucking pouting. She's not getting her way. She looks like a spoiled brat. It's great. But, like, the fact that would be like, eh, I don't know if you're going to get your match. And the next day, it's like, you're getting your match. It's like, you couldn't, like, drag this out a little more and kind of, like, play it up that more of, you know, just kind of, because then it makes a lame, like, oh, you made a big deal about how she might not get the match, but then you immediately gave it to her. Like, then what was the point? Right, and I totally agree with you on that because it just made me feel like, what the fuck am I listening to? Like, what? Like again, Ronda Rousey's doing, like, I can't, I, I can't ex- illustrate my point to the fullest extent here, but it's like she's just, like, this entitled little, like, high schooler who comes in and just, like, huffing and puffing all the fucking time, and I'm just... <laughs> Yeah, like, how dare you? I'm a UFC Hall of Famer. You should let me break people's arms. And I've never, not, you know, it's just, it just, it bothers me. Oh, here we go. This is one for you specifically. Now he's just trying to troll us. Now he's just trying to troll us. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, can we ban people for life? I like can't take him Pat off, Mayo does I on his stream. I don't know. No, don't, don't. no, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do ban that. Ban for life, Doc. With that shit. Bad Get that dog. out of here. Little, like, you know what? I want Alexa back on TV. But if that fucking doll comes back. It's going to be in the heat every week. Every single week, you say? Yeah, because about a doll that could be good. So I'm curious because, you know, it's it's just something that we haven't talked about per se. But, you know, on Raw, Veer had his debut 
I thought it was supposed to be against Rey Mysterio. That didn't happen. It was against. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was Ray wasn't on Raw either. So I don't. I mean, maybe there's Ray something going Rhea. around. Who knows? Something going on with the R's. Ray and Rhea not showing up to Raw. So get Rona probably. I Triple R. Yeah. Who knows? We don't know. But we don't know. Yeah, that was weird. But I think honestly, I don't mind it going this way because it sure feels like the bigger match is Ray versus Veer at this point, getting like the comeback comeuppance for his son. So I don't mind because that's who Veer targeted first last week was he beat up Dominic's and Ray had to be like, leave my son alone. And then Veer was like, ah, and then this week again, Veer was just like, ah, all over him. And he just kept beating him up. They had to bring out the officials and then, ah, and they stretched Dom off to really sell. I don't want, I mean, they're trying to build a big dominant heel here. I don't mind it. It's crazy. Like I saw our boy Guthrie going soft about this on Twitter when Veer is the ultimate like Guthrie guy. Oh, so yeah. I'm just shocked that he's already turning on him. I don't know what's going on with Guthrie. Like he just like ruining his gimmick there because he usually loves these guys like Veer. But you know what? I'm willing to give it a chance because, uh, you know, it's it's something different. It's someone new. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see how this story unfolds. It doesn't really do a lot for a lot of people though. I will say, I, I don't really love it. I don't. Because no one knows anything about Veer really. This Listen, is our first what time. Guth- what Guthrie wanted was for him to come out in a, an Oakland Athletics uniform and just catch people from the outfield. You know what? So that's probably why he's gone sour yeah. on it because he's like a typical fan. I didn't get what I wanted. How dare you? This, 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 now he is trying to be part of the show. He is trying to be part of the show. Lily is greater than Nestle's haircut. You know, everything's better because it's gone. That's why. Jesus Christ. Lily could use a haircut. Cut off the whole doll, throw it out. Anyway, uh, something else that really bothered me. Sonya Deville interjecting herself against Bianca Belair. Obviously, Bianca needs to hit some tomato cans before she has a real challenge. But this is one of those things where I was just like, well, I don't care about WrestleMania backlash at all. Yeah, this one, it it feels like, it's kind of cold. Uh, Sony's gonna have to do a little more for it, but I do like that she was teasing it, so everyone was thinking, "Oh my God, Bailey, Oscar, who could it be?" Well, and then, then when she WWE said, that she, said like, that she, she said like the gender thing, and I was like, "Okay, that's her." You know, yeah. what I mean? no, she, the, the, she when she out. started, yeah, no, it definitely it's so it kind of came up a little lame. Um, it's just yeah, I don't like you said. I think it's just a one off to kind of just like Bianca needs to be fed a heel. I think it's too fresh to throw old Dewdrop back in there because she beat her like ten times already, and they clearly did the Zelina thing this week. And I don't think they really saw that as a pay per view match. Carmella's away at a uh, wedding. Alexa Bliss just got married as well, so Raw's a little thin in terms of the woman. Because um, then your other two top stars, uh, Rhea and Liv, are in the tag team feud, and then Becky's probably taking some time off. So I guess I kind of get it, uh, even though Sonya is allegedly supposed to be on SmackDown. But I guess it's an official, you can do whatever the fuck you want so i'm curious to see how the storyline goes because it seems like they're revamping the pierce versus sonia story which kind of we thought was leading to a survivor series thing then fizzled out so i don't know but i think you as a sonia fan should be happy she's getting in the ring though, i'm right? happy that she's in the ring but i just don't there's something about her where i feel and I, my boy danny grimwood would understand this better than anybody else i think it's her just talking as an official yeah she sucks she's just it's she's just kind of saying she's i'm a big fan of sonia but sonia Deville in ring love it want more of it but I just, when I see Sonya Deville talking with a suit on, I go, like, it just, it gets to a point where there's just, somebody has a commanding voice, and I hate to use that Adam Pierce has a commanding voice, but at least he, he goes, does. at least he goes, he looks official. He looks That's like, why Vince likes him. You look like you belong, kid. And literally, you're just waiting for him to go, not only is that going to happen, it's official. You know, it's just like, all right, well, you got By the something. way, where are my Madam Pierce photoshops? Come on. Madam Pierce? Madam Pierce photoshop. The guy's bald. It'd be easy to put a fucking toupee on I'm bald now. My name's my name's Madam. You can call me Madam Nestle. It'll be great. You can do a photoshop. <laughs> that is true. There you go. 
Madame Nestle. You don't think I've ever heard that when being teased? Come on. I've heard I mean, a lot of chocolate puns, but I mean, the Madame Nestle thing is. Yeah, I, I usually do more with the last name than the first name with right. you. Because, you know, you're. I, I, I'll tell you this much. Uh, when I was wrestling, people were chanting A-Ness. Well. That was, that was fun. If the shoe fits. Anus, anus, right? Yeah. So, you know, what it is, what it is. Anyway, uh, Madam Adam. It is. It's a big deal. It's fire. Uh, so, literally, I don't have anything else in the heat. I mean, I'm sure I do. We have some jobber alerts very quickly. So, but Well, I will say the one last thing I think we need to talk about is that we're getting a pretty good match between AJ and uh, Priest. And then all of a sudden, Damian Priest just kind of went, and the lights went out. We went to commercial. We came back, and it was over. What? This was more of a cop out for me because I was watching it and went like I literally I, I was I'm just taking a month off, isn't he? So we I, have AJ and Priest yeah, for like a month. I was, I was yeah. sitting there going, "Holy shit!" Like this is this is this is their new fiend. Like ah! like this is this is it. This is this it was, is the, it wasn't great. It wasn't great, and I think the presentation was terrible. That the, the explanation there is no explanation. I guess there but wasn't. The other, that's that was the that's biggest like, issue. That's the like, what? That's the hook. But here's the other thing. It's like, the but here's the thing. When you and I, here's here's the thing. And I think I think anybody would understand this because I'm a big fiend guy, right? But when you get there and you have Damian Priest doing the kneeling, you know, whatever, and then it just goes to like some weird like Sincara close up with the lighting, whatever. And then they just have AJ running amok backstage saying, Oh my god, I'm so pissed off, I'm gonna get him. It's like, well, why didn't you get him when he was in the ring? Like, well, so it- that was that was my issue is that I thought this started good. I like the kind of backstage and it's been like this was earlier today, him walking in and they freaking just like they started fighting. I thought that was cool. And the match was pretty solid. And I, the, I mean, here's the thing. My favorite thing about Damian Priest is his fucking graphic looks so cool when they oh, name yeah. him. His Chiron is so good. Like with the, 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 the difference. Chiron. Like, hey, not everybody's in the biz. Why don't you use yeah, I think most people who watch wrestling understand what Chiron is. If you don't, it's a little fucking graphic. There you it's go. Lower third. Lower yeah. third. They fucking know. Come Listen, on. Handhold just, people. Just because we're we have a Chiron on this fucking show. If they're watching you're right welcome. Now. Boom. If you're listening, you have no idea what we're talking about. But yeah, we're live on video if we didn't make that clear. Well, we are. Yes. Make sure to go follow us everywhere we can. And fucking Twitter, by the way. Jesus Christ. Couldn't put this on Twitter to save my goddamn life. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to talk about or would you like to get hopeful? I can get hopeful. Then you go ahead because usually you have a hope better than mine. Because anyway. you don't have one. I Glorious. don't. No, right. You're my only hope. Um, I didn't have one till I was. Uh, in the shitter. You know, Go ahead. Yeah. When I was pooping today, I came up with one. Where a lot of great ideas happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, the NXT tag titles have been vacated. Um, so that means we have to figure out uh, new champions. And they literally just did a tag tournament. So they weren't going to do that again. So we're getting a five-team gauntlet match uh, Tuesday night, tonight on NXT. So, I mean, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, this already happened. And my hope, maybe it came true because hashtag JC knows, hashtag JC's hope come true. Uh, but, Yeah. Yeah, he put himself full for that. I see how it is. Uh, but no, he, uh, the five teams, I believe, are Legato Del Fantasma, the Creed Brothers, Pretty Deadly, Waller and Sanga, and Briggs and Jensen. So throw out Briggs and Jensen. No one cares about them. They stink. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Um, so here's my thing is I don't think the Creeds or Pretty Deadly are probably going to win either because I think they're probably going to cancel each other out. So my hope is kind of who I think is going to win too, and that is the team of Sling Boy, Grayson, Walla, and Sanga who have never teamed together. I don't even know how Sanga's wrestled on NXT since he's been part of this. I know Indus sure did back in the day. But 
I kind of want them to win. And here's how I do it. They can be the last team. So maybe you have the Creeds come out first. They take out Briggs and Jensen. Sup, jobbers. Get out of here. Uh, they beat Legato and probably a Boehner. Then Pretty Deadly comes out. Maybe they somehow like beat Pretty Deadly with like a roll-up. But then Pretty Deadly stays in the rain and beats the fuck out of them because they were the ones like beating up their dojo and all this other bullshit. So out comes Grayson Waller in a sling. Sangha just has to like powerbomb one of them and Grayson Waller and his slain pins them one, two, three new tag champs. Cause here's the fun part about this. And I think they actually might've done this anyways, cause it was supposed to be Waller and Sangha versus uh, the former champs this week on NXT for the titles is they can have them defend the titles quote unquote. And Waller is in a slain, so he can't wrestle, but you can just have them retaining because they cheat. Because it'd be such a cool visual to have a guy in the sling on an apron for like a month and then just keep winning the matches and holding these tag titles hostage. Because you know what? Here's the thing. If my boys, the Grizzled Young Veterans, who actually got put in this tournament, they I'd want them. I'd want them so bad because they deserve it. But for some reason, NXT is stupid and didn't put them in. So I'm all in on Waller and Sangha. So hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Put the titles on the sling, baby. Well, you definitely have somebody else on your side. Our boy Dami Feds has been in the, th- the thread here saying he's walking out. So... I don't know. To, to go on off of that, I was going to say my hope when you said the NXT titles, I kind of want Pretty Deadly to win because I just love Pretty Deadly. I think they're fantastic. I think you're going to love Pretty Deadly. But my real I'm hope, sure I will. My real hope here is Guthrie's going to get very upset with me. I want I want the Uptidy Whiteys to win. I just I think they're the only team in there that makes any goddamn sense. And I just my my hope is that they revamp this division because it's in this weird. The money like, with them though still is the chase, so that's why I but think there's it'd no be kind like, of clear a weird baby thing. face now because that baby face team is so gone. Like just yeah, but the, the Creed brothers are the baby face team, right? right and that's now. what I'm saying. Like ipso facto so kind of thing, where it's just like you're yeah. you're in the next one up. So it's like you got to just kind of like, I'm sorry, but like it's the only other baby face team in there, right? Like there's just nothing else. There's I nothing don't know, else. Briggs and Briggs and Jensen might be face. I just I don't think anyone cares. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot with Josh Briggs. We've not. I they just, they both bore me to death. So I'm not even I, talking about their like, personal lives. Here, they off, both bore me to death. First off, you want you, you can call me a shamer of all sorts of things. Cause you guys, you know, pile on me, but I will say the cowboy gimmick in general overdone, like cowboy, like anything country Western. I'm already out, already out. I'm done. I mean, it's a miracle that I care about Hangman Adam Page. It is a miracle because it took a while. Anything, anything with a cowboy generally, I'm out. I'm out. Cause where where do where where do we meet cowboys in Massachusetts? We don't, we don't fucking meet cowboys. Wow, that that just makes you. Am fucking... I going to a country western bar? I don't think so. I mean, I mean I'll go could. I'll go for some barbecue. I love fucking barbecue. But come on, man, come on, tell me I'm wrong. And by the way, yeah, Ray, you, you can are. suck it. You can. Hey, yeah, yeah, as Ray, if you Ray said in the comment section, is that Nestle's understand betting lines because Dom put like when you put a plus, plus next five, to it, yeah. that means it's a long odds. I think so. Uh, yeah, uh, but Waller's walking out with the gold, Dom. You can book it, uh, Nestle. But you haven't given your hope yet. So what's your hope? Oh my God, I just said that thing about the hope. But you want me to give me my real hope? It's fine. Okay, here's my hope. Ready? Are you gonna try to use that as your hope? No, no, no. I was just trying to be funny. I kind of want Ezekiel to go undefeated so much that I look. There's the Josh patented blinky eyes thing. Well, no, normally do. when you're doing your hope, I'm like this. No, I know, but you made, but so since now, you're on video, now you're on video. You know what it is? You know, so here's, here's before I get to my hope, which I'm not stalling, by the way, I actually have one, but the, I am, but the, here's the other thing is that you do this thing that annoys the fuck out of me. When Just it's one? Like, not, well, this particular thing, since we've been friends, you do this thing where you're like, you, you lean and you just do the, the blinky eyes thing. Yeah, that's my go on. Oh my god, it is the that's most, sarcastic at it's all. So infuriating to like have a conversation with you because it's just like this motherfucker is getting under my skin. Just saying, just saying. Anyway, all right. So anyway, 
I kind of want the Usos to face the Street Profits instead of RK-Bro. I'm just going to say it. I was watching last night, and all I could think about was, I don't think having the Usos and RK-Bro, like I get it on paper, it looks really cool, but I think in terms of a tag team match, I think having the Usos versus the Street Profits again, for me, would be a better match, and I think that would match closer to an FTR Young Bucks kind of style that I think everybody's been missing in WWE. So I'm not really excited. So my hope is somehow, some way, the Street Profits somehow get interjected into maybe a triple threat, but I doubt it because it already happened at WrestleMania. But more importantly, my hope would be that they beat RK-Bro, they take those championships, and they go up against the Usos because I think, for me, when I'm watching this, I don't really care. I mean, I should care. The Usos are the best tag team in WWE, but I just... I don't care about RK Bro in a match against the Usos. I want to see what they do against the Street Profits because I, I that makes me literally want to drool. I think that that is a better tag team wrestling match. Well, you can watch the Monday main event again because you're not getting your hope. Because here's the thing: if Roman isn't wrestling at Backlash, which he might not, sure you could have Ronda or Charlotte maybe main event or help put Cody Seth last. But I think it's even more likely that the Usos and RK Bro could be the main event of that pay per view because that's kind of become the A storyline because that's what Roman's pushing as the A storyline and what our, our tribal chief says goes. So. And to be in that main event spot, like, yeah, Usos, Street Profits can main event a Raw. We talk about tag team wrestling main eventing a WWE pay-per-view. It's Usos and RK, bro, because fucking Randy Orton, main event. And that team is just, they're still over like we're over. Like, you can say they've gotten stale, sure, but when they're in front of a live crowd, it sure as hell doesn't feel stale because they're good. So, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you because obviously the Street Profits are a true tag team that's been together a long time. They're great, and we saw on Monday their chemistry. But if we're talking about potentially headlining the pay-per-view, the feud is RK, bro, Usos, bro. Sorry yeah, well, to break I mean, to you. So, look, I, I just, that's my hope, right? Like, it doesn't mean it has to happen. I mean, I've had more, you know, ridiculous hopes. But I there's something about this tag division that I just think, when I think the best tag team on Raw, when I think of, like, just the team aspect of it, is that the Usos are the best on SmackDown, the best on Raw, in my opinion, are the Street Profits. They just are. I think they're a better team. And I, I think I'm just, I'm over the idea of that, the, the RK bro is a team now. Like, I get it. They're over like Rover, like you say. This is like the third time you've been over them, then they suck this back in. I know. And, I know. You're yeah. absolutely right. But then again. But once know. they lose, I think it is the end. So I think this is kind of like the final like thing. Like, they defended them at WrestleMania. They're two-time champs now. But you ain't going to beat the number one tag team in WWE. You know, the Usos. This, this is all about the Usos. And I did see you put up the comment of Guthrie saying, potentially Roman and Nakamura backlash. Like, yeah, that could be enough time. But, you know, I still could see this main eventing because here's the thing. And we didn't really talk about this. Maybe we can put this here because Nakamura did come out and kind of challenge Reigns and Reigns gave him a hug. Then he ate a couple super kicks. But I don't know if this is more about how Reigns has just elevated himself so far above everyone or is that Shinsuke has just dropped so much. But... That felt like, why is this jobber coming out to challenge Roman Reigns? Like, that's hilarious. Roman could beat him in one move. And that's no disrespect to Shinsuke, but it's just like, I feel like it's the combination of how high Roman got and how much Shinsuke has dropped. So that little tower of terror. You know, yeah. I mean, we can do visuals now. Usually I do them and no one can see them. Now people can see. It's them. like the Bushwhackers. You don't even know the Bushwhackers probably. <laughs> I know the Bushwhackers. You only know it because it's probably in the Royal Rumble with that you know quick elimination. But other than that, you don't remember anything about the Bushwhackers. Well, what, what year did they wrestle? Well, they were the sheep herders back in the 80s and early 80s. They were nuts, by the way, in the 90s. Yeah, how old was I? I was born in 89, bro. Dude, don't give me personal a, information. I was, a little, I was a little baby. I was a little baby. So, yeah, I know of them because I've watched, like, old stuff. But. Listen, listen, listen. Do you know Do you know stuff about uh, cowboys before you were born? 
Like like the Some. Dallas, Dallas Cowboys? Here's the thing. I became a Cowboys fan in the 90s because I was a little kid and yeah, they were always on TV and they're awesome. So you're going to tell me you don't know anything about football before? No, I didn't. And then like I just said, I didn't just because I wasn't. I've gone back and I've watched a lot of these things. But you're making it sound like, oh, my God, you didn't watch back then. Well, no shit. I was four years old. My parents didn't let me fa- fucking watch wrestling. I was in my teens. So anything I saw would have been looking back like 10 years ago. That's why when the network came out, it was great. I could watch all these cool things. Yeah. 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 I mean, meanwhile, my parents weren't being like, you can't look at old football stuff. Football's bad. No, they're like, you can't look at wrestling because I see fucking half-naked women and a bunch of violence. Parents are protective. This is what it is. I wasn't alone. Sure. Sure. I also wasn't allowed to play video games until I was like 10 either. Oh, that with a long one. I'm okay with a fun one-off with Shinsuke. It also gives Shinsuke an awesome opportunity. Oh, no, I agree. So. I agree. I agree. But I just, to me, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to bash Shinsuke. It just, when he came out, it really felt like there was a huge discrepancy. Like, you know, because obviously we're coming off Roman Brock. It's just hard to, it's like, it just, Shinsuke doesn't feel like he's on that level, which is just, I think that's just how dominant they built Roman. No, you're, you're not, you're not wrong, but I will say this much. It, this is a very big question because if he's hurt, it's going to screw up the entire kind of tribal chiefs run, right? Like. Having him come back and have to get back, you know, to, to the, t- the mountaintop that he never lost makes him a baby face. And I don't know if that's what they want for him anymore. I don't think that's the case. You know, I think if I think if you look at it, he has to hold on to that championship and work with a bad tricep or bicep. Yeah. And, and I think I'm for Shinsuke, I, I think honestly, it'd be close to a squash. So I think it could. Happen. But maybe here's the thing, right? Maybe that's what they want to do. They want to squash him so they, they can keep the facade of him continuous to win. Like maybe he just has squash matches till he's, re, you know, repaired his shoulder or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and like, honestly, so, I think the type of injury, if it's what we think it is, is probably a three to six week thing injury sure. anyways. So by backlash, he could be cleared anyways. Right. And we don't know that, but again, taking it easy. And I mean, not that Shinsuke is going to be an easy thing, but like you said, if it is a squash, mm-hmm. Then it then it's okay, right? Like we just have to kind of be, you know, okay with it. I did like the hug though. I appreciate it. As as a hugger, and you know, I'm sure JC loves really hugs. Think. Everybody, make sure that you go give him a hug. Don't touch me. Don't touch me, motherfucker. I'm not hugging you. I'm hugging the audience. The audience doesn't want your hug. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Everyone's did you, appreciated. Did you shower yet? You you, you yeah, shocked me. Somebody that doesn't shower. Course, no, no, no. I sh- I once I do like my work, my exercising. I showered. My exercise. Do you like jazzercising? I do not. Do you like I a Jane Fonda video. What do you do? I'll be fine. You know what you should do? JC works out to wrestling themes. That's what you should do. I mean, when you I go to do. gym, I do. I run. I used to be in my, my boy Billy. Like I always talked about this with him. And when I used to work out with the shirt thing, the song that I would walk out to was the Dean Ambrose uh, Lunatic <laughs> Fringe theme. Then you get me so pumped. You'd be walking out of the locker room like, Aah! and then you lift five pounds, right? So, yeah, seven and a half. Okay. Well, hey, that's more than I thought you would. So, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's get into the comeback. I'll go first because I want to see your eyes roll back into the back of your head, not for a good reason. I'm going to give my comeback to Wheeler Yuta only because I know, I know. But here's the thing. Did either of us really know who, you know, Wheeler Yuta was until he got to AEW? No. Of course not, but that's half the roster. But then, listen, we, we complain about them not making stars. I think that on Friday night, they made a fucking star just a little bit, just a little mm. bit. And I think that John, here's the thing. You have to give it up for John Moxley. Assist on the comeback here. Oh, no shit. Because he he went out of there. He, I mean, but in the matchup alone, they, he went and had those false finishes. He made him look like he could hang with the guy that had already had the championship in AEW. Not that Wheeler Yuta is going to have that anytime soon or anything like that, but he is the pure wrestling champion. And even in a loss, that's how you make somebody great. And I think it stands out because again, you look at it this way. 
There's a lot on WWE programming that we just we just kind of pissed through. We didn't even talk about Raquel getting a cha- name change. There's just so many random things that happen that don't. Rodriguez, no. Yeah. Whatever. Preferred. You know what I mean? Maybe because so she can have like a nice belt buckle or something with the backwards R. I don't R-R. know. The R-R. RNG logo looks pretty good though. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Gucci thing. But anyway. She'll, besides, be, she'll be Raquel in three months anyway. Right, so it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Raquel, it's all, like theory. We didn't even talk about theory having one name anymore. But Look, like, and here's the thing with this one. Like we already call him theory anyways. Right. The only thing that like I, I did kind of like the Austin theory on a graphic. Sure. But I'll get over it. I don't care. Well, the other thing that nobody thinks about too. And again, this is the funny part. I know we're talking about my comeback being Wheeler Yuta. But we'll get to the, the theory thing. Just make him Yuta. Make him The Yuda. Wheeler makes no, like they said, someone, someone said hashtag great Yuda, which made me laugh. Just call him Yuda. Wheeler makes him sound like, look at Utah. I'm, I'm going to be the size shamer today because oh. we do this all the time. Wheeler Yuda, I look at him. He looks like he should be in a fucking third grade. He's looking, he's a little itty bitty boy. He's nothing. So yeah, it's cool. I love that they showed how tough he was. I appreciate that as an underdog guy, whatever, but can we just, just call him Yuda? It would already be better for me. The name Wheeler with that, like, huh, I'll be size shaming today. But I, can, yeah. I cannot wait for them to change it to Yuda and then just have Justin Roberts go, hold on, hold on. Yuda. Like that's, he does these like ridiculously long, nonsensical yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's like, okay, guy, you're getting yourself over there with your little nonsense, but whatever. But anyway, Wheeler Yuta, I'm very happy for him. I don't know if the Blackpool Combat Club is for me, but uh, it was good one of those moments name. where... But here, here's something we did not talk about, and I think this is a good way before we get to your comeback very quickly, JC. AEW uses blood an awful lot. Thoughts? I, I mean, like I've said before, like I, I think if you make it more meaningful when you use it like less and they're overdoing it now, which is just ridiculous. Cause we can see them fucking blading themselves and the fucking and under the rain and shit. Like Jericho was the worst at hiding it, but it's just like, it's one of those things like they're making it less special. So now when I look back at like a Britt Baker Thunder Rosa match from last year, which was incredible with Britt with the bloody face, like the crimson mask, it just, you're devaluing all those great matches because now every week, like you have a fucking blade off between all these guys being like, I want to bleed. No, I want to bleed. We're all going to bleed. You know what? So it's like they're doing it too much. But then again, like it's wrestling. It happens. I guess my question to you is as a UFC guy, like I guess you are now. I mean, obviously in the betting. And yes, Ray, I have no idea about betting because I've never really bet anything in my life. And I'd like to learn. I just don't want to lose. Uh, but the issue here is you would hate betting then because oh, you I lose know. a lot. I'm a warrior in general. Game. I would probably not want to part with five dollars, let alone five hundred. Uh, but you true. watch you watch UFC, right? Most of that happens with blood. You're okay with that every time you tune into UFC, though. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of times you see guys get really busted up and they're not even bleeding. It's just bruised. So it's just like it's one of those things. Like it's like yeah, you see it, but I mean, anyway, the other thing also is like we I we always shit on submissions on this broadcast, but right. UFC like leading to a submission, like the crowd always goes wild. It's like oh my god, is he gonna lock it in? Whereas in WWE, it's just like oh my god, he hasn't locked in, and the guy's not tapping. That's why it's come such a disconnect for me, but. I don't know. It's just AW is doing it too much. It is what it is. Like, and some people like it. Good for you. It's great. Like I said, it can add stuff for me when it feels like genuine and special. That's why when it happens in WWE, I think we always pop because they try not to do it. So when it does happen, you're like, oh, with AEW, like they're going out of their way to try it. So you're just making it feel, seem like a kind of a lame, regular type thing, which kind of stinks. Just remember, Doc, you go up to your wife and you say, remember, honey, it's not uterus. It's not uterus. It's uterus. You. She'll love it. She'll love that joke. It'll be great. Yep. Not touching that one. No, I didn't think so. Nestle jokes. Uh, Not a funny job. They, they hit different. Because that bro was bleeding last week. Yeah. 
Get it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that was just as bad as mine. <laughs> All right, my comeback. Dun, 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 dun. Now she's back, baby, Lacey Evans. I mean, everyone's going crazy for Bailey and Asuka. I've kind of been jokingly saying, I'm more pumped for Lacey Evans. Always been a Lacey guy. She's great on the mic. She's fun. She was improving so much in the ring. She was probably getting ready for a woman's world title run where she was feuding with uh, Charlotte when she had Rick with her before uh, she you know, obviously took the year off. Uh, she had another kid, so good for her. But having her come back, and I think this is the discussion point, is obviously Lacey's always been a phenomenal heel. She left as a heel but she's coming back in, uh, as a full-blown baby face. They're using her. There's a big reason why Nestle and I became big fans of her because we saw the breaking ground or whatever it was where we saw her tell her real story, which is essentially what she did in this promo on SmackDown. Her story is incredible. She's someone you want to root for. So they're using that now, and she's coming back huge. And I'm excited for it because you know what? If for some reason, if for some reason, Ronda doesn't actually win that title, you can sign me up for Charlotte Lacey again. And I think this would be the best thing for Charlotte because you get a white hot baby face versus Charlotte. I think, I mean, that's the feud we were going to get. We never got. So I'm excited for Lacey. She gets my comeback because she's a stud. I will say this much. I am curious, JC, when I, I watched this and I said, oh, and you went, oh, my comeback, my comeback. Don't steal my comeback. Also, I watched first, so I had dibs. Dibs does not matter. Never does. Never, ever <laughs> has dibs ever mattered less. That's what comebacks. No, it bitch. doesn't. I could have gone first and stolen Lacey. Then what would you have done? Then what you have done? I would have virtually punched you in the face. Ba 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 boom. Is that a yeah? Wasn't it the Bad News Barrett that did that? Ba 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 boom. Ba 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 boom. Vic. I Joseph, should get like Vicky a rising Joe. pedestal to be Bad News Barrett. <laughs> yeah, just elevate you right out I of need the, the gavel. Ceiling, yeah. Beep beep beep. I always thought he had like a, the child's gavel with a little. Squeeze. He did. Yeah, it was great. Oh, he is great. Uh, anyway, I'm I, so glad he's on commentary next. He's so much fun. Uh, I don't know what we were gonna talk about here, but it is. Oh, we're is. talking about Lacey. Oh no. So here's the thing. She's gonna not have bam 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 na na because that's a CFO thing, right? Probably not. Yeah. There's there's a lot of street profits and Bianca are left at this point. So. so the other thing too that I thought about was, and here's the bigger question: Can she be an effective babyface? Oh yeah. She's I don't like think so. Cool. I really don't think so. I, I think she will be because of her story. It'll work for a time. Eventually, she'll flip heel again. She's, but just, like, she's just so good at being a heel. She's I know. so good I know. at it. I know. Like, But we've, we've never seen this, and I think she'll do well. I just, the thing, here's the thing. And again, this is me, be, maybe be I'm cynical, maybe just because I'm just. Bring her kid to ringside. No, Let fucking Charlotte no, talk shit. No, 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 They've done no, it before no. with her daughter. No, I just, the older one. I just, it'll work. Here's the thing. Like, I just, maybe I'm just hard, like, in general, like, on the outer court. Like, yeah, just relax. Maybe I'm just like a harder shell. Relax. Calm yourself. <laughs> Is that what you want to call it? I, I'm trying to make a point here. Maybe mm -hmm. it's just because I'm desensitized by it, but like, I don't believe a word she's saying. Like, I know it's her real story. I just don't believe it. Like, I don't, like, she can cry or whatever, but I'm just, I'm not into it. I'm just not into it. Awkward silence would you, is good. Would you, like, would you like to finish now? I would like to finish. Thank you. All right, we go to the big all finish. One, two, three. Uh, we have a pretty loaded week to preview because SmackDown has a title match between Ricochet and Jinder Mahal, who is no longer being hindered. And we also have a rematch between Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn. Your thoughts, Nestlemania? Who cares? Wow. About well, all you're an it. idiot. All Ricochet's in action, so I care. No, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. Do I care about Ricochet? Absolutely. Do I think Ricochet is a great champion? Maybe who knows? He's a fighting champion. He's a fighting champion, but I don't care. Like anything. I don't that, care about you. Well, that, let me make my point very quickly. It's just he is never going to be taken seriously, and I think that as a fan, look, like 
when Bret Hart had the Intercontinental Championship, it was like he was the wrestler's wrestler. Let's compare him to one of the greatest ever. Yeah, okay, that's let's fair. compare him to The Miz as the IC champion. The dude made that belt. Again, let's compare him to one of the greatest ever. Two-time fucking triple okay. crown champion. Okay, so then what, who am I supposed no, Ricochet, to compare him here's to? The, here's the thing. Ricochet's fucking, the, when he's in a match, you fucking love it. And here's my thing with a mid-card title. You either need a larger-than-life character like The Miz, or if you're going to do the babyface route, you need someone who you can put on TV every week because they're an awesome wrestler, and the crowds and the viewers love it because he's fucking awesome. Yeah, we know Ricochet can't talk. He doesn't have to. He goes out there and does what he does best. Wrestle, pew, 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 fly around, pin, pin, pin. He gets to do it to Jinder this week. I think it's a no-brainer. It works. It works. Eventually, gonna, he's going to eat. He's probably going to get Gunthered soon. But he's get for now, it's fun. I love that we're making it a verb. He's going to get Gunthered. Gunthered and Ludwig. Ooh, a Ludwig. I like that even better. <laughs> yeah. He gets drummed. I, he's a Ludwig drum. You know, boom, 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 boom. He could do that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm in it. I'm in it now. I like it. I like it. Well, we go to Raw now because we'll just stick with the WWE uh, main roster first. Balor defends the U.S. title against Theory. KO puts Ezekiel through the lie deck test, like we said. Uh, Sasha and Naomi finally do defend their titles against Ripley and Liv. And WrestleMania. I mean, we didn't talk about this yet, but I will say we're getting a double wedding next week for the 24-7 title. We hate the 24-7 title, but we love weddings. Something's got to give here. Look, I'm going to say this much. Everybody loves a wrestling wedding. Right? Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? If the truth wins the championship, I'd be shocked because I feel like there's going to be a bait and switch here where someone else wins that we didn't even see coming. Like Cody Rhodes or something weird, you know? Just like, I just had to put that in there. Sorry. I know how upset you get with your American uh, wet dream. Could you just... imagine if he wins that, the 24 oh, 7 title? Yeah. And next week during his entrance, instead of giving out his weight belt to a kid in the front row, he gives the kid the 24 7 title and officially retires it. Cody would be even more of an American hero. I can't believe how quickly you spun that. Like, how you, like, it's like, it's like Cody brings you so much positivity that you're like boing flipping it right back in my face. I don't understand this at all. Like, it is. It is not even a pledge of allegiance, my friend. It is like an undying love for this wet dream that you have. It's hey, a, it's upsetting. I'm just glad that everyone is enjoying it right now because he's my guy. And it makes you, me happy. Because let's let's face it. What you're really gonna say was I'm enjoy. Everybody should enjoy it now while it lasts because everybody's gonna well, turn on them. Nothing is forever, WrestleMania. Well, apparently, on, especially as a, a baby face, it's so hard to maintain that. I mean, look at Drew. How much everyone loved him. It's just like. Baby faces get stale. But here's the thing about Cody. When it does happen and he needs to flip, I have all the faith in him as a heel because we know he is. Neck tap, boy. If you have a neck tack, it's very hard to be a baby face. So uh, it'll be easy money. Okay. Right. Yeah, you're, the, you're the one who made it about Cody, not me. So that's well, you, on you. No, no, because listen, I was but trying to- Anything else on Raw? Anything else on Raw? Well, listen, you on. think Theory's going to win? I think Theory's going to win. Yeah, Theory's going to win. This, if he, Not this week, he'll win at Backlash. And then, it's, of course, Theory is going to go on to do great things. And Finn Balor could potentially be part of Edge's- thing right maybe i mean yeah. it's a good gimmick the good i think it thing. would be i think more people would pop for him teaming with aj have him and the fucking <sighs> the club get it out of here no, no just it. like even like a one-off they could feed them to edge and priest like it just feed them feed I them then the f and finn stands for feed feed stands for feed Feed Finn yeah. to everyone. Finn is a jobber to the stars. He's in the same position. They gave him a title because they're like, Finn, I want to thank you for being a great baby face that we feed to put elevate our top heels. So we're going to give you a run with the U.S. title. But you know what? When that's over, you're going to feed you to Theory, and then we're going to keep feeding you again. Here's the thing. It's the same thing as Ricochet. Like, we want you on TV because the crowd loves you. Whether uh, Vince wants to side shame you or not, the crowd loves you. You have great matches. So... You're going to a lot of time be a jobber to the stars. It I is just, what it is. I, the thing that, that you're just sitting there saying it's going to be a great title run, and in the same breath you're saying things like, 
they're losing it right away. It doesn't make any sense. R- Ricochet hasn't. Ricochet's defending everyone. Finn hasn't really defended it much. Finn, except for Finn has been a paperweight champion at this point because it doesn't mean yeah. anything. It's, yeah. a, it's a glorified thank you. Is what he wasn't saying. even on this week. No, I guy. know. He's not going to be on next week. It's just there's nowhere to put him. I mean, he is. They're, he's losing the title next there's week. There's nowhere to put him. There's nowhere to put him. He should have stayed he'll in the next team. No, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's uh, he's not a pretty good. He's the only one that, uh, like, Roman didn't definitively beat in his run. So Because he that. was but, wearing paint. But Nestlemania, we are moving on to N. XT, which is Tuesday night. So if you're listening to it after, too bad, so sad. Allegedly, we have Mandy defending the uh, title against Dakota, which, whoo, I'm all for that. Then we have another one, whoo, Cameron Grimes to the moon, taking on Baby Uso, Solo Sokoa. I'm also pumped for that. And then, like we mentioned, the five-team gauntlet tournament. Who you got in all these uh, matches, Nestle? Listen, I love me some Solo. Like, I just think he's great. Like, I want him to win, but I don't think he's going to because it's so brand new. So obviously, Grimes. Uh, I don't really care about Mandy Rose's opponents as much. I love Dakota Kai, but we know that Mandy Rose ain't losing. Like, it's just, Probably not. It's Mandy Rose's train, and everybody's on choo-choo, you know, like, and clearly JC's in the back of the caboose in more other ways than one. But oh, I'm on the front, man, because I've been on that train forever. Everyone's behind me, baby. I was trying to put you on her butt. Mm, okay. And then you just Always in the it. shine. You ruined it. You ruined it. I like it to still where the sun don't shine, baby. You ruined it. You uh, I ruined a lot of this. And you, you're, are you picking pretty deadly? For the thing, yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the uptidy whiteies. I'm I'm, I'm okay. legit. I mean, maybe Gunther or Guthrie is uh, in the chat here, going to be upset again. But uh, no, it's it's going to the uptidy whiteies. The, the diamond mind is going to pressure out some type of stupid victory here, and I'm going to be very upset. But that yeah, it won't be stupid. They're they're over. They're over. But I'm telling just, you, they're just like it's Waller and Sanga. Bobby Boucher multiplied by two. That's what it is. All right. Well, I'm going to Bobby Boucher your ass, and we're going to head over to AW Dynamite. We have MJF taking on Sean Dean, who has two straight wins against the Pinnacle. I think he might win again. Like, I just, I, I don't think so. I think the Ward think Dog's going to come it. back again. I think the Ward Dog's going to come back. I, look, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I would think about. If I was booking this, and I'm not, but if I was, here it is. You, you should always have one person that always has your number. How hysterical would it be if Captain Sean Dean is the one person that can honestly I love that MJF? Like someday when MJF yeah. has the title, they can be that's no, you're right. Yeah, you're then right. when he gets the title, he thing. squashes him in two seconds and then it's all done again. But this like, never happens, Vanessa, no. but you just swayed me. Give me the captain. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it captain style. I like put it. Put my now leg I'll... up here. Captain style, you know? Oh, God. I don't well, drink, you know, so. I know you don't care about this next match. Uh, Kingston, Santana, Ortiz taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society. Six-man tag. <laughs> then speaking of, like, this is here. This is where I get scared. We have a tag team title match between Jurassic Express and Red Dragon. Are they going to make Red Dragon the champions? Oh, yeah. You want to know why? Because they're boring and they suck? Right. The tag division ha- uh, the, sorry, sorry. The tag division in AEW has never been so hot, yet the championship has never been so cold. I just, I don't know. It'll get colder if you put it on Red Dragon. I, the only I, reason why I'm scared is because if this guy wins on Friday, I could see them having these guys win on Wednesday. Well, can we just, we'll get to the next part, I'm sure. But I just, Red Dragon doesn't do it for a lot of people. Just everybody no, ask. It's just like I, I was talking with our boy Cap, and he obviously was huge shamers of them in NXT. So as an AEW guy, I asked him, and he's like, he's like, no, he's like, they both kind of stink. And he, he, like, I thought at least like I can make an argument of why Kyle Riley fun. Kyle Riley's fun. He thinks he's kind of lame, but just like Bobby Fish, it's just like 
I mean, it's, it's like a dead fish out there. I just, I don't know. I don't care. But uh, you know what? We shat on them too much. You know, I'm sure it'll be a decent match. And the internet will be like, oh, they're great. But next up is what I'm actually excited for. And that is Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks taking on Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. These are hashtag the Rampage Boys getting a chance on Dynamite. But I'm a big fan of all four of these guys. And I'm actually kind of enjoying their fun little feud. It's a lot of nothing. Like, it's a lot of, like, just extra. It's a lot of just good stuff. They're four great competitors. For something, I know that, you, for something that like there's no championship involved, I like that. Like I like that they're doing something. But what I mean by that is just I'm looking at it as a perspective of like when I looked at this entire card for Wednesday, I went, "This is one of the only matches I actually will watch." You know what I mean? But like, yeah, but it's nothing. That's more but what it, I'm but getting. It, but, it's, at. but it's but it's nothing. Like it's like, but it's gonna be but it's fun. Gonna be fun. And, yeah, exactly. You know. It's nothing, but it's fun. And sometimes that's all you need. You just need to turn off your brain and enjoy it. So I fully expect, uh, you know, our boy. Starks to take the pin and uh, get pounced out of the fucking building, probably somehow, some way, and then Swerve will do some crazy shit, and then, of course, Bearcat will eat somebody, and then it'll be done. One, two, three. So it is what oh, it is. Oh, man. That's what Ricky should be doing in his promos, is calling him Bearcat. Oh, but, yeah, uh, we do- I would. I'd be like, hey, Bearcat, rawr. He, he can get away with it. Ricky Starks is just in, infallible. Ricky Starks is great. Infallible. There is one more match. It is for the Ring of Honor TV Championship. Minoru Suzuki defends against Samoa Joe. This is a big deal for a lot of I know a lot of people are very, very hot for this match. But for me, I just, I don't care. I'm also under that uh, umbrella. I don't care. If it goes to Joe, what? What? If you kill Joe off in his second match, what? You know, it's like either way, you're fucked. Like, I I don't necessarily see it as a big deal. And we didn't really talk about the main event, did we? Well, that's on Rampage. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. The, this match is on the live rampage. That is the AEW championship on the line, a Texas death match between Adam Handman Page and Adam Cole, baby. Madam v. Madam. WrestleMania, this is a rematch. Um, Handman has yet to lose a Texas death match. It appears to be his thing. But our boy Cap thinks Bebe is going to win. I And we kind of have this discussion. I kind of want to talk about it with you too. You know I am a huge Adam Cole fan. He is one of my favorites. But when I look at it right now, I just don't think he's ready to be the champion but the point that cap raised to me of why he thinks this happened is he's so fucking over man like it doesn't translate as well i guess on tv but like in person obviously the crowds are always hot for him because if i was there i'd go nuts for him too because i love him i don't know it just i just don't feel like it's time yet though but i could see them do it because we know that like we know tony khan wants to fucking we know he loves Bebe, as we all do. So I'm curious your take on this. Listen, beside the fact that the man blurted out in a nonsensical way that there was an independent study with bots, we're gonna go. We're gonna forgive that moment for a second. But here's the real issue I have with this: Adam versus Adam is gonna be a good match. Oh yeah, last one was. But here's the other thing that I'm gonna tell you right now. I and Dom's probably gonna get really mad at me because he's an old timey wrestling fan. When they announced that it was. A Texas death match. He just had one against Archer. I just threw my hands up and went, nobody fucking cares. Like, this is the most ridiculously unexciting thing you could do. Like, you're booking Hangman because he's a cowboy in Texas doing a Texas death match against Bebe, who is colder than a witch's thing. And it's just like... Madam Colder, baby. (laughs) Madam Colder, baby. Like, he just, like, I love Adam Cole, but, like, what is he doing? He's doing nothing, and, like, he's done nothing to to beat him. He's, like, this is such a weird, it's just like a fumble. There's no other ways to to do it. It's just, you know, it's just, 
the in the Texas deathmatch thing for me is just like you pin somebody and then you wait for a 10 count for a last man standing. Get the fuck out of here. That's going to translate terribly on TV. It did last time, and nobody fucking cares. And you're going to tell me that Adam Cole is going to have the chance to pin the champion, one, two, three, which means he should be champion, and then he's going to lose because he didn't get up on the 10 count because he's going to lose to a buckshot and a, and a three and then not get up. It's just like there's more outs here. Instead of DQs and disqualifications, account outs, whatever, or act of God, they're just doing these random things. Like, I, I will never, ever enjoy a Texas death match. I never have, never will. You can't point me in a direction. John, you can try your best. Can I try? Never going to fucking happen. Because you said the hand of God out of nowhere. What if the literal hand of God from SmackDown knocks one of them on their ass in the middle of the match? Mark Henry's kid. Mark Henry works for AEW. There's nothing. So it is conceivable. If WWE did not sign that hand to a long-term deal after WrestleMania, it could jump ship to AEW. And if the contract expired, there'd be a no non-compete clause. So that hand could show up on Rampage. Props to you for talking for this long about a hand. I don't give a fuck. I just don't. I'm sorry. It's just nobody can tell me that a Texas death match is going to get anybody exciting. Like, excited at all. I'm sorry. I don't disagree, but it is what it is. It's so you, are you it's picking Hangman to retain? Because yeah, I think yeah. I think I'm going to stick with it. But I'm I don't know. I just I want when Adam Cole gets it. I want it to really feel special. It's he's not my guy. Feel special. It's just so and Friday stupid. does not feel special. No, you know? no, it's stupid. It's absolutely asinine. Let's move on. Anything else? Well, no. The last thing is, if it's not Cole, who should be the next AEW champion? Because thank you. Because for me, it's like if not now. When? Never going to happen after that. This is the only exactly. time to strike. This is the only Next time to pay-per-view, I expect Heyman versus CM Punk, yep. and I expect CM Punk to win the title. And if, I, so. if I'm not, if I'm not uh, wrong, I believe it is double or nothing. So Yeah, I think I think that's usually their May one, so that makes so, sense. So, I mean, you know, it, it's a big deal. That's like their kind of full circle thing. So, I mean, you know, it's Punk. I mean, you got to do it now or never. So, sorry, guys. Anything else? That's all I got. Ready? I got nothing else this week, man. All right. Well, I think we covered it all. Okay, then. That's wonderful. On that note, I'm getting the F out of here because God knows I got stuff to do. Uh, yeah, I got to work. I got to. Yeah, me too. Uh, thank you for listening to the Job Knocker. We hope you enjoyed the video portion. If you want to make sure you follow us on all social media platforms so you can watch us and be part of this. I think the conversation was a lot more fun with everybody on here. So thank you for being in here, guys, when you were talking with us and we had a lot of fun. So we'll be back next week with more Job Knockery. Always in the shine, baby.